Hey, I'm Terry Molinero, and I believe that we as the body of Christ are here for such a time as this. I love to say this, blessed to be a blessing, that we are called to be a light. And look, friends, if we don't do it, if we aren't the light, who's going to be the light? The body of Christ has always been a house of action. And hey, who says we can't have some fun along the way? Terry, it's Ryan Seacrest. You're in broadcast. I'm trying to be in broadcast. There's something in common. Good luck to you at Seacrest House. This is the Church Hacks Podcast. Honestly, I was so excited to uh, start recording this next podcast that I was in the middle of lunch. I still have like half eaten sandwich. And let me tell you, it was a good sandwich. Okay. But I was like, nope, the message is more important. Let's get right to it. I couldn't even wait because I know that it's really going to encourage a few people and hopefully it's going to start making the perspective change a little bit and uh, maybe realign it once again. So I wanted to start off with a question. First and foremost, how have you been feeling recently? What are the maybe, let's say, two to three words that come to your mind right away without overthinking it? Here's what I've seen and what I've heard recently, and maybe you relate to them and maybe not. Uh, Well, hopefully you don't relate to them, but um, I've heard this word, tired. Man, I'm just tired of COVID. I'm tired of not knowing how my life is going to go in the next few months and years. Um, I just feel physically tired. How about discouraged? I don't know why. I just can't seem to pick myself up. I feel, um, you know, the joy Um, just kind of leaving me. I don't feel the same joy that I once did when I was younger or whatever. How about angry? Man, I'm just so angry with the way that the world is going recently. It seems like the more we try, sometimes the harder it gets and less breakthrough we experience and see. You ever notice this? I was talking with someone the other day and I asked them, man, like, how are you doing? And they said, well, you know, like, I'm okay. There's been a lot that's been going on recently. It isn't one thing, um, you know, necessarily just a bunch of different things and Uh, If it is one thing, then, you know, that that ends and there seems to be something else. First off, can I say that I 100% understand there have been many days recently where I've woken up and said, man, like, I just feel tired. I don't even know why. Like, I'm getting more than eight hours sometimes and I just still feel so tired. You know, even uh, simple things like I want to work out. I want to kind of pump myself up to get things done and be this like over the top organized super achiever. But some days I find myself feeling discouraged. See, the problem, though, with discouragement, there's many things, but it doesn't just like to stay for five minutes and then leave. You know, okay, fine, let's be discouraged. Okay, buddy, I'll see you again next month. No, if we aren't careful, it can turn into many different things. It can try and convince us of uh, absolutes like, oh, it's never going to change. Things are never going to go back to the way they were. It's always going to be hard. See, even as I'm saying that, can't you even kind of see the spiral it would try and take you down in your mind? You know, church, I want to talk with you today as a friend. And as a matter of fact, I want to talk to myself here because it has been hard, right? There have been challenges, but we need to get our perspectives back. We need to develop a relentless perspective so we can ultimately accomplish all that we need to accomplish and do, but not just like accomplish, not just chase after things, but walk in the freedom that we were always meant to live in. Because even like we spoke about in the last episode, there is an enemy out there that would want you to be what I like to call pre-defeated. What does that mean? It means that even before you have a chance to stand up and fight, you're already defeated in your mind and in your attitude and your emotions. Usually you see it in the body posture too, kind of like, oh, you know, um, uh, Dave Ramsey or whatever would say, oh, Eeyore's your spirit animal. <laughs> see, if the enemy can get us to that point, how easy would it be for him to be able to take us out? And that's not going to happen. You know, we're not powerless and we're not meant to live life that way. So today I want to stir up some boldness 
and get someone out there remembering who they are in Christ and who partners with them. Let's go back to that person I was talking uh, with a while ago. So they told me what they were going through. And don't get me wrong, like I sympathize, right? I'm not like giving them the motivational talk and saying like, oh, it's all good. You'll get over it. Just deal with it. No, I heard them out. But then I offered them a different perspective. Psalm 129 verse 2. It says, they have greatly oppressed me from my youth, but they have not prevailed against me. Greatly, they have oppressed me from when I was younger. In other words, man, it's been a fight. It seems like it's always been a fight. It seems like this, um, you know, happened only to me. And this setback and this roadblock and this attack and this thing are only happening to me. And they've always been happening like this. But you know what? You, my friend, are still here. You're listening to this podcast right now. And the Holy Spirit, I feel, wants me to tell you today that they have not prevailed against you. And I want you to realize that deep down in your spirit. Yeah, they have oppressed you. There have been these real things that have come against you. But listen, your entire life, however old you are for that many years, up until this very second, they have not prevailed against you. I heard a preacher say once that the devil believes in you sometimes more than you even believe in you. Think about it. Why would, like, let's just have some thought here. Why would he be sending all these different things your way? And I'm not blaming everything on the devil. I don't want to give him too much credit. Like there are things that it's like, okay, this just feels a little bit stressful. You know, uh, what's going on in the world? I do feel a little bit afraid because of uncertainty. And I'm not saying that the devil caused that, right? Well, maybe on a grand scale, but not on a macro one and micro one for you personally. You know, why, why go to the trouble of trying to throw you off though and discourage you? Why do you think the enemy would do that and destroy the plans that God has for you if you ultimately, in one form or another, were not a threat? Recently, a family friend was talking with my parents and they were saying how at their house, for some reason this year, they were experiencing a mouse problem. Their house backs onto a bit of a ravine, so maybe that's the reason they were saying. Uh, So they tried, like, the traps. That wasn't enough. So they escalated. They tried something else, which worked for a while, but still wasn't enough. Finally, they decided to go, like, all out and make this homemade contraption that apparently was really effective. Why did they have to go to such lengths? Because those mice were invading, and they were imposing on their territory, and they finally had to meet them with the same level uh, lest they lose their home to the mice. That sounds dramatic, I know, but seriously, and if you've ever had a mice problem, uh, like you understand, like one, two, then they multiply. Next thing you know, it's like, oh, this is just gross and it's it's just, uh, it's terrible. <laughs> Let's look at it though from a spiritual warfare standpoint. The devil knows that God has given each and every one of us gifts and abilities that when we all accept God, we have the ability to be filled with the Holy Spirit and to live and lead extraordinary lives. The devil and his kingdom can't have that though right? See, the Bible says that God has delegated authority to us, that he has placed us over every single demonic spirit. So of course the enemy wants to stop that truth from being realized. So what does he do? Well, tries to keep us from faith. Uh, Then we open up the word and we start realizing truth. Wait a second. It's true. I am the head, not the tail, uh, above and not beneath. Then just like the mice, you know, starting to evade the house, the devil then says, oh, look at them. They're starting to become informed. Let's up our game. Then we persist and we grow our spiritual muscles. And then he really starts getting nervous because if we ever were to be set free from the addiction or set free from the self-doubt or the shame or the fear or whatever, then we'd really be an unstoppable force and we'd really do some damage. So he throws this and that and all these things to try to trip you and me up. But here's the thing. The devil does not have the final say over your emotions or your life. They have greatly oppressed me from my youth, but they have not prevailed against me. 
My friends, if only you could see that you are still here. If only you could see the things that were going on behind the curtain, like we spoke about in the last episode, we realize that there are forces that are trying to get our focus off of God and stuck and fixed on our circumstances and the current state of the world. If we could just realize this and determine in our hearts to fix our eyes on God and what he's doing and, you know, on his deliverance, look out. There isn't a situation or circumstance or a demon in hell that will be able to take that assurance of God's power on your life away. Where can we start, though? Because as I mentioned, I do want to sympathize. I get that the things that we are all facing are very real. They're not fake and they're not made up. But you know what? They're also conquerable if we believe that in our hearts. After all, you are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, the Bible says. Originally, I was going to share this as a standalone podcast, but for whatever reason, I felt like I should combine it with this one. So Psalm 46, verse 10, it says, be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and then know that God is God. See, when we watch news programs or when we read something on Facebook or an article in the Wall Street Journal or watch our favorite YouTube or whatever it might be, it's easy to start to allow our focus to shift. Because remember, what you feed in your mind will definitely grow. But let's take it to the extreme here. What if the craziest conspiracy theory you ever heard your crazy uncle from like, I don't even know, those family gatherings, whatever those mean, you know, when we used to be able to do those, I say, imagine if that was actually real. God is still over that situation, even if it was real. So my question is, why do we go to the comment section instead of to God? Why do we freak out? Why do we gossip with our neighbors or our contact list instead of go to the one who's above it all already? See, there's two parts to that verse. The first part, be still. How applicable is even that today? Be still. There are thousands of things vying for our attention, but we need to silence them. And then the second part, we need to think about and really understand that God is God over our circumstances, over our situations that we face, and over our future. I don't know about you. I can't see later on this year or even till the end of today. I can try and predict it. You know, I can try and prepare for it, but I don't really know. But I serve a good God who has good plans for your future and for my future, who knows the beginning from the end. So can I encourage someone today that they might have you know, thrown things at you. They might have greatly oppressed you since you were young, but you're here today with a good God who sent his son to die for you, to put you in right standing with him, who then has given you access to the partnership of the Holy Spirit, who will give you the ability to go beyond your natural ability so that nothing by no means will prevail against you. All we need to do is to be still and know that he is God. So take courage, church. Do not give up. Do not give in to discouragement. You know, stop looking to other people for answers all the time. They try, and they have good hearts, a lot of them, but they don't have the answers. But I'll tell you what, we serve a God who does. So bring your worries to him, and then the peace that surpasses understanding, the wisdom that you need will guard your hearts and your minds, regardless of what season you're walking through.